0: Hello, thank you for listening to the Are You Writing Podcast, the podcast where writing arts interns talk about all things writing. My name is Connor, and I am the head intern for the writing arts department.
1: I'm Tara.
2: My name is Matt. I'm also an intern.
1: I'm Marissa, and I'm also an intern.
0: We're all interns. Yay. <laughs> and us interns are going to be talking about writer's block today. Um, so I guess we should start with what is writer's block how do you guys what do you guys think writer's block is or how does it kind of come up for you
1: so writer's block is like usually the way that i've heard it talked about is like you hit this block where you feel like you can't write anymore, you're not inspired enough to write, like, you just can't, you're looking at a blank page, or maybe a half-filled page, or an almost-filled page, you want to get to the end, and you're like, I just, I can't write anymore, I don't know what to say, I don't know how to say it, I'm just, I can't do this.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's sort of like, that endless state of just, like, looking at a page, and your brain, and you feel like you're walking through mud in your brain, you know, that's how I've thought about it my whole life, I'm just, you try to trudge forward, but, You just kind of can't. Your legs are too weak. (laughs) (laughs) Your writer legs are too weak, yeah. Yeah, There's like the
1: point where you're sitting there and you're just like typing the same sentence over and over again, because that's Mm -hmm. the only good sentence in your brain.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's definitely just like a lack of motivation and a lack of inspiration. Mm -hmm. You just can't make
0: words anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it feels like it's done to
2: you. It
0: it sort of feels like some cloak that someone draped over you and you're wearing it and you're like I just can't like a net. You just can't quite get out of it Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's it feels overwhelming. It can feel frustrating for me Um, It is always sort of that it's compared to a wall you hit a wall You're hit you're in writer's block you hit something and you can't get past it
1: Yeah, it's kind of like all of your creative juices are being used up, whether for something else or, like, because I know I encounter it a lot. Like, during the school semester, I can't, like, I can't write anything. Mm -hmm. Like, creatively, on the side, like, I have lots of pieces that I'm working on, but I feel like I can't write them during the school Mm -hmm. semester. But then Mm -hmm. once the summer or break hits, I'll turn out, like, 20 pages in a week kind Mm -hmm. of thing, you know, like? Mm -hmm. So I feel
2: like it has to do with your stress levels as well. Oh Yeah, definitely. Deep breaths. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So we've all experienced it uh, through our time here at Rowan and through just our personal passion of writing, Um, but what we wanted to center the podcast around was, is it even a thing. Is writer's block real? And we did some research on that. We uh, pulled up some articles. We'll include those in the show notes below. Um, but for us to uh, now talking about that through maybe a combination of what we found and our own personal experience, do, do you guys think that writer's block is real? Do you think it's a thing?
2: I kind of, I think it kind of is a thing, but not in the way that a lot of the people that we sort of like um, read from were trying to describe it as like, I know that like in Connor, your um, article, Mm -hmm. the professor, I think she was a professor. Yeah. Yeah. um, She was saying how it's not exactly real as this one thing. It's more like it's all these other separate things that could be building into what we call writer's block. Um, I feel like I kind of agree with that stance more because Mm -hmm. I feel like writer's block is just sort of like a term you sort of throw away. Mm -hmm. I I don't feel like it's some kind of like condition you have to overcome. Mm -hmm. It's just sort of like, it's like an umbrella term Mm -hmm. that could fit for so many other things. And like all those other things could also have a variety of solutions to them. So right. I I personally don't feel like it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. It's a catch-all term yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Tara, you, you your article covered 25 different viewpoints <laughs> almost on if writer's block was a thing or not. And what did you kind of take away from that?
3: Um I think I decided that I don't think it's real in the sense that it's impossible to write. Mm-hmm. Um like Matt said it's not like some condition that you just like to overcome i think it's kind of like it's just natural not to always feel motivated or inspired to write Mm -hmm. um and i think it was in the article that matt shared um one of the writers um said that it's as real as any type of anxiety and i think that's definitely true yeah um in the sense that there's like so much pressure sometimes to write right and like can't mm-hmm. um, so I think that's real, mm-hmm. but yeah, i don't think it 's like ever impossible um, to write
0: mm-hmm. there's seasons in our writing, um, and I think that that was one of the biggest things that I took away from, and you might find yourself in the season of writer's block. but one thing that I got out of my uh, article was that actually giving it a name, instead of, like Matt said, a catch-all term, is super empowering. Instead of saying, like, um, I have writer's block saying, I am unable to commit to this piece because it is too fresh for me. I can't write it down because it's happening, sort of thing. Or, um, you know, I cannot write this piece because I'm afraid of I'm afraid of what someone else will think. I'm afraid of um, this or that. Like, uh, and getting to the anxiety thing as well. Putting actual words and a description to the feeling that you're having and the reason why, which we may not know, um, gives you a type of agency that writer's block, the term, doesn't necessarily have on its own.
1: Yeah, and there's also like the idea of like just writing versus writing well which is mm-hmm. this kind of thing like especially when you're in school and Matt you know your article talked about how this starts even like in the beginning you know you're pressured to write well you're pressured to write up to a standard whereas you know when you get like for instance into this writing arts major you're just told you know just write all the time like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's good or bad because half the time your teacher's <laughs> not even gonna see it like they're not even gonna look at it they're gonna say okay we're gonna do a free write today and I'm never gonna see it so write about like you know whatever you want yeah. But we self-inflict that on ourselves at this point. Like, we feel pressured to write well, so we're not always... We don't always jump to that idea of labeling it at first because we just say, oh, I can't write well today. Mm-hmm. And then we just give up because we mm-hmm. feel like writing badly is worse than not writing at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Yeah, I kind of feel like we have this kind of... I feel like it's an unfortunate part of academia in that, like it gives us access to like expressing ourselves via this like, you know, very creative outlet that anyone can really do anything with. But I feel like um, we also kind of have mountains of other works Mm -hmm. that we kind of unconsciously compare ourselves to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that is, um, in my opinion, at least like the bulk of what we would call writer's block. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if you took that away, it wouldn't really be as difficult a thing for some people to overcome you know it's just it's all those expectations that terrify people terrifies the hell out of me <laughs> so yeah
0: and i think it's such an individual experience too kind of getting uh, like for me at least matt i think that's so interesting that you bring that up i don't Compare my writing to other people's writing, per se. I get inspiration, um, but for me, writer's block comes from—I don't don't really know—like different aspects. Some some sort of inspiration is not hitting me. Um, I keep—I don't—I don't—or I I find myself down some trail that has led to a dead end, and I'm stuck. And that's how it works for me or that's how it doesn't work for me i guess how writer's block works uh it doesn't you can't it feels like you can't get past it but then like like i said earlier naming like oh this is this this is this reason why i can't get through it sort of thing and it's very individual experience um reading about like how to deal with it was just as varied as the types of situations that writer's block could come to as well you know Uh, it's it's really personal to the situation and the type of writing that you're doing
1: Yeah, I know, like, for me on an individual basis, I'm a very character-driven writer. Like, the plot, you know, that'll happen eventually. Who knows what's going to happen next? I never know. I write a story, and I get to the end, and I'm like, well, I know what happened before, but I don't know what's going to happen in the end. But the characters, and this would sound kind of weird if we weren't in a writing major, like, the characters speak to me, and if the characters aren't speaking, I have nothing. Because Mm -hmm. they're, you know they're the inspiration they're speaking to me they're saying I'm gonna do this or I'm feeling like this kind of thing and then I can write something down Mm. so it's you're right it's like wherever you draw inspiration from so I guess you know maybe we could when in talking about you know maybe some aspects of trying to heal your writer's block or finding a way to work around it you know maybe a piece of that is figuring out where your own inspiration mm. comes from. Like, mm. because everyone has different inspirations. I could be character-driven, you could be plot-driven, you know, you could be driven by a setting, and you could be driven by something totally different. Like, it's whatever inspires you, you have to kind of, like, give yourself a space to realize that, mm. I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um, time to actually go do those things. Uh, yes, <laughs> time, the <ending. laughs> um, Are there any... Well, uh, before we move on past maybe strategies for addressing writer's block, does anyone want to speak on a specific instance of experiencing writer's block? Sure. To humble ourselves a little (laughs) bit?
1: (laughs) So I have this piece that I've been working on since... Oh my god, God knows how long I've been working on this piece and I kept changing all of my ideas for it I was like first I'm gonna make this into a novel and then I got really into short stories And I was like, oh, maybe I'll change it into a short story And like I have all these character ideas and for some reason somehow I actually know exactly what's gonna happen But every time I open that damn document, (laughs) Nothing happens Like I just, I, I open it and I just I stare at it and I write maybe a paragraph or two and I'm like okay I don't know what's gonna happen next and then I close it again for another seven years and I come back to it and the same thing happens again. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you know like it's just it's just that one piece. It's like and it's so many times it's like the best idea you have. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. won't go anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. But that's
1: my biggest one is like this one recurring piece that I keep coming back to and just getting blocked every time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. 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 Um yeah so I. <laughs> I don't find myself experiencing writer's block um, a lot with, like, stories I'm already writing. Like, I usually have an idea of where I want to go, or it's easier for me to get into it, but if I'm trying to start something new and, like, a new idea and plan that out, I find that really difficult to do, Um, especially when I've been working on something else for really really long, and I'm trying to step away from that and, like, start something else. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, last week in Writing Arts Club, we have to come up with... um, just a story idea to write for the rest of the semester and I could not think of anything (laughs) like it was just I couldn't Mm -hmm. I was brainstorming and I just didn't like anything I was coming up with Mm -hmm. um so I think starting new things is definitely a challenge for me
0: and that's that's an interesting contrast not to jump on anyone Mm -hmm. um uh between Marissa having a whole thing planned out but just not finding the way to get to it and then Tara not knowing how to start for certain things, at least, yeah. And that was kind of what I was talking about earlier, is that it's so personal. There's such different experiences of, like, that wall. I hit it every time. But uh. it, each time it feels a little different, you know?
1: And Tara, do you think that that, you know, going back to our earlier point of, like, you know, how sometimes we have this pressure to write really well, do you think that difficulty to find ideas maybe ties into that a little bit, where you, like, it's maybe not that you don't have any ideas, it's just that every idea you write down feels, like, really terrible, and so you don't want to go with it, but, like, you can write whatever you want, but, like, then your brain's like, no, I don't like that, it's not good enough, so you just kind of throw it away as not an option at all?
3: Yeah, definitely. I absolutely have a tendency to, like, compare my work to others or ideas or whatever, and I think, I know a lot of the advice we got in all of our research was like, just write anyway, just do it. Like if it's bad, you can edit it later. It's yeah. better to write badly than it is to not at all. But, and like true, <laughs> yeah. but it's not as easy as they make it sound. Cause it's just so frustrating when you're writing and you go back and you read and you just hate everything you've written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you don't know how to fix it either. And you can't really tell what's wrong. It just yeah. kind of feels off. Yeah, um, so, I, yeah.
1: maybe I, feel like that's maybe because we're students because like as students we have these high ideals you know we haven't graduated yet we're not out in the world writing yet we're like I'm gonna write the next great novel or whatever someday but like they're actually a lot of those people are actually writers and they're actually doing it every day they've got down what's practical and what's not Mm. kind
0: of a thing and it's very individual what works for them too yeah
1: um, Otherwise there wouldn't be at least 25 in an article.
0: Right. right, right. Um, disagreeing with each other. Yeah, Makes right. I mean, <laughs> all disagreeing Don't say
1: writer's block to me ever again.
0: It doesn't exist. No, it exists. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It does, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, I've experienced writer's block many times, and it's the way that it surfaces for me is I'll have an idea... And I'm stubbornly trying to follow it when other things say, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) You should do this. And it's not that I'm not listening to them. It's that I don't even hear them yet. It's Mm -hmm. that I haven't walked down the trail far enough. I see the sign. I'm like, what is that? Dead? Uh, I can't see it from (laughs) here. i got to keep walking and I just keep going sort of thing. (laughs) So, yeah.
1: That happens to me a lot, and then also that thing where, like, once you start a story, you get 30 million other ideas to go with mm-hmm. it, and then you're like, Oh my god, I could go thirty different ways with this and I don't mm-hmm. know where to go. Like, do I want a happy ending? Do I want a sad ending? Do I want yeah. them to fall in love or do I want them to both die? Do I want one of them to die? <laughs> so there's right. like lovers planning for each other. Like, what do you want? <laughs> right. no, no, there's so many different options and each way can make you feel differently and your writer mm. feel or your readers feel differently, and it's like so much the idea of like writing it three different ways and it's just, then your brain is just like, Oh my god, this is too much, it just shuts down. The mm-hmm.
0: the blank page is the most intimidating thing. Oh, and no. I think to go to back to Tara's point of stuff. Starting is, and also the, the the hardships of getting past that is one of the quotes, and I'm probably gonna butcher it a little bit, um, <laughs> that I really got out of your article, uh, Tara, was like, it's you can't edit a blank page. Mm-hmm. And like, it's also, it's like, that's like, uh, like so frustrating to say, to agree with that, but also it's very invigorating to say like yeah no i can't i i need to put words to the page um and then everything else happens after that the first thing you got to do is put something down
1: it's really funny to watch to or to see like how stubborn we are about Like, the idea of writer's block, or however it manifests to each of us, because, you know, you're right, Tara, like, we've been, even for you, like, as a freshman, like, we've been in these courses for a while, you know, they start an introduction to writing arts with Alamo's shitty first drafts, and they're like, put something on the page, and here we are, seniors, juniors, freshmen, sophomores, whatever, and we're like, no, I don't (laughs) want to, i not good enough, I don't want to write it down, and your teachers are just like, oh my, for the love, just write it down, (laughs) and we're like, no. You don't know anything.
2: (laughs) It's so true. Yeah, because it's like I I there are so many times when like I will try writing something that's bad Meaning like I know it's bad And so like I'm trying to just get the gumption the energy to just put it down on paper and like I'll get just a I get just like a teeny bit of the way through it and then the rest of my brain is like Oh my god, you worthless piece of garbage. (laughs) Look what you just did.
1: (laughs) 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 I think part of it for me is like, it's because I'm in classes right now. Like, maybe that's, who knows, maybe I'm discovering another piece of it right now. Like, (laughs) because... You know, this semester, especially, like, my teachers have been like, okay, a draft is due, and then you look at the syllabus, and the day that they tell you the draft is due, it's due a week later. (laughs) And so, like, you have to have this draft of, like, a thousand or two thousand words ready, like, a week or two later for, like, four or five, or maybe your whole class to see, and I... I'm a sucker for trying to impress other people constantly, (laughs) so like if I have to impress other people I'm like freaking out about that first draft. I'm like, oh my god, this has to be so good Other people are gonna see it Mm -hmm. and if they see a terrible draft They're gonna think I'm a terrible writer and then slippery slope all the way down But like if I'm at my house and no one else is gonna read the first draft And I can change it before anyone ever gets near it Mm -hmm. like that's not as big
0: of a deal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The process understanding that writing is a process is is um is part of the hump in getting past it, but also the key towards, you know, finishing that draft, finishing Mm. that paper, finishing that short story, that whatever. Um, How do you guys go about, you know, getting past writer's block? Or what did you find in your, our research that you'd like to apply moving forward?
2: Um, I feel like I actually, I cleaned this from pretty much everybody's reading. Um, I feel like changing your physiology Mm. really helps a lot. Like, you know, there were recommendations to go for a walk, Mm. start exercising, uh, go meditate, go outside, all these different things, uh, change your location. Um, I feel like that helps me a lot because, um, the way I see Writing and creativity is like, you know, I don't really see that as separate from my body and what like I physically need Like I try looking at everything in one picture. So if I feel like I'm Physically not doing well or I'm physically uncomfortable or something like that's not gonna do well You know for my you know, my mental energy and my capacity to write So I feel like I'm constantly trying to balance the two and I feel like I write I'm the most productive and most creative when I feel like I've made myself comfortable mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and how do you do that?
2: I tend to honestly just hop around places. Um, for some reason, I have a very like unfocused mind, so like I need to like have variety almost at all times. So you know, on a typical day, if I'm, like, stressed writing a paper or something, like, you will find me in the Barnes & Noble Cafe. Then 20 minutes later, I'll be at a booth in (laughs) Pliables. And then, like, an hour after that, I'm on the fifth floor of the library. And then in 15 minutes, I'm on the second floor of the library. (laughs) So, like, I have to move a lot. And I feel like um, it just it helps me because I feel like when you kind of dig yourself into a trench for too long, everything starts getting really like hazy Mm. Um, and at least for me I feel like getting yourself out of that and just finding little ways to be productive like throughout a large space um, can really help me focus in the long run Mm -hmm. even though it looks like I'm being scatterbrained I feel like it actually helps me focus more than just sitting in one place
1: Mm. yeah my mantra for things and this applies to a lot of things but especially to my writing is um like a little bit of what you're saying that like to always be doing something but not quite in the same way like in the way of if i have five different pieces of writing that i'm working on for instance to say and you know i really want to put work into you know like the longest piece or whatever but i feel like i'm not really feeling that piece at the moment but I have other pieces to work on. I should be working on one of those other pieces. Or if I can't if I don't feel like I can if I'm coming up on a scene of dialogue and I don't feel like I can write it, then you go back and you like play with this character and like plan out their desire and that kind of thing. Like there's always something that you can be doing to augment your stories, mm-hmm. even if you're not actually writing it at that moment. Like mm-hmm. you can People are always like, you know, if you're gonna be a good writer, you can't just write when the inspiration hits. But you can, as long as you're doing other work when the inspiration is not
0: hitting. Mm-hmm. So,
1: like, that's a lot of what I of what I tend to do um, to try and get around like that inability to write because it's usually not the inability to write completely. I only hit that when I'm like totally exhausted, like totally stressed out. Like it's it's midterms or whatever and I'm like I'm done, Mm -hmm. but it's usually just I can't write this right now, but I can write this other thing like that's fine. Um, and then one of the things like My article the article that I sent to you guys talked about (sighs) You know, like she had seven or so different strategies, but um, one of the ones, you know, we're we're always talking about like forming a writing community here, but she talked about like writing with just a partner, and I kind of like that idea because I like the idea of like I bounce my ideas off people all the time, even if they're not other writers. Like I'll be sitting in the house, like I'll be sitting with my partner, whatever, and I'll be like, mm. so. This character, I'm trying to decide if they're gonna live or die. What do you think? (laughs) Uh And you know, even even if they don't have any ideas to go back and forth, just saying my ideas out loud and throwing them off of somebody helps. But I like her idea of having like a steady person to do that who's also a writer, so that they can say, you know, from a nuanced point of view, how would this work in an actual story Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I would like to try.
2: That also helps with the isolation part, which a lot of people feel as writers, you know, it, 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 it can definitely be more, um, cooperative and collaborative. Um, you just sort of have to try to put in a little more effort to do that, you know?
0: And it also, um, I think either from, um, Marissa's article or maybe it was Matt's, um, having, uh, that buddy, or no, maybe it was mine, having <laughs> having another, <laughs> having that other person to commit to, to say, I will give this whatever, this draft, this f- first chapter, whatever it is, by this oh, day. And having that deadline set f- for another person's expectations to be met, is is it can be helpful. So mm-hmm. maybe that's another thing to consider as well, is having that person... Um, to bounce ideas off of but also to commit things, to. Yeah,
1: like, I mean, people do that all the time. Like, people who have really big Tumblr followings or whatever, like, there, a lot of them are writers, and they say, okay, I'm gonna send this out. Can I have a couple beta readers from their mutuals? Like, mm. whatever, and they, you know, they share it on the internet, or maybe, you know, people in person. Like, there's lots of different ways to do it. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, something that helps me a lot um, is, and all the articles mention this, too, um, establishing a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, when you can, because like, during the semester it's yes. very hard, um, but like during breaks, it's, um, I try to write every day, because when I write every day, I can write every day, because I've gotten um, myself to a place where I like, know what's going on, mm-hmm. and I think once you're like, in something, it's easier to keep going, and if you step away from it, it's way harder to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, And kind of going along with that, um, I think a good idea, if you know you're going to be able to write um, every day for a certain amount of time, is to stop where you know what's going to happen next or you're like excited Mm -hmm. to write the next scene Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. so that you know you're going to go back to it the next day and be like, oh, Mm -hmm. i get to write this now. Um, Because if you just stop when you're like, I'm out of ideas, then it's going to be way harder
2: to go Mm -hmm. back to. Mm -hmm. I have to do that. That's a really good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Stop while you're ahead. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I... I kind of do a combination of all of these things, um, but I, I, it's, it's hard to establish a routine as a student, it's hard to uh, balance things, um, and you know, how I approach when I run out of some sort of idea, or I lose my steam, or hit that wall, um, is I let myself like leave it as it is and I either start working on something else or Mm -hmm. just take a break and I find that that is so beneficial to me as well Um, establishing a routine is something that is really helpful I I write every day um, and I write I'll I'll usually write continuously all day just (laughs) through school but I always establish time in the morning and that's something I'm getting more on point now um having that time in the beginning of the day and oh this is what i wanted to mention as well um minimizing or eliminating distractions Mm -hmm. is super important and that's something that i get called away so easily to different tasks and even my even if there's not a distraction distraction outwardly inwardly i can be like oh i gotta do that today i should Do that now, and forget whatever I'm doing. So, having the discipline to um, eliminate the distractions outwardly and inwardly is, you know, something that is always taking work for me. But I find that if I can get past those distractions, if I hit a wall, I can step away. If you know, I, I establish some type of routine then I can get done when I need to get done. And if I don't get done when I need to get done, I'll get it done, <laughs> eventually. I will get it done, and if it's not in a state w- at which I would like it to be, eventually it'll get there. Because the only thing that can stop me when I'm writing something is me. It's not the blank page that I'm leaving. It's, it's me not getting to it, so, yeah. Um, I think we can wrap it there. So, if we're gonna wrap it up, is Writer's Block a thing? Tara, is Writer's Block real?
3: No. No.
0: Matt.
2: Kind of... Kind of. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Very strong ellipses at the end of that. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I think so, but I think it might need to be cut down into categories.
0: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in between if it's at all a thing or if it is, if it needs to be categorized instead of just writer's block. And I think that um, any sort of creative act experiences writer's block, so maybe sort of establishing those categories is where I would fall as well.
2: I feel like, honestly, um, sort of like what the um, professor was saying in in the article I read, um, honestly, you could just replace writer's block with anxiety and you get the exact same effect. Mm -hmm. And we have divisions, clear-cut divisions for anxiety, so I feel like it really should work the same way. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, writer's block is kind of real, (laughs) but it really should be called something else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, More nuanced. Yeah. And it's also very individual, like we were experiencing. I mean, just through our conversation, people experiencing it at different times, and we all deal with it in different ways. So, um, this was a great conversation. Thank you, Tara, Matt, and Marissa, uh, and myself, I guess, uh, for uh, coming to uh, talk. Thank you for listening. Um, Stay tuned. We'll have another uh, Are You Writing podcast out soon. Um, But other than that, Uh, I think that's it. We're done. Yay! Yay!